Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, guys, how's it going out there today? It is August 26, 2021. Uh, my name is Don. Glad to have you with us here today. Uh, before we get into the show, I just want to give uh, give out our sponsor uh, for the Don't Tread on America podcast. And that's right, guys, you know who they are. They've ma- they ma- been making balls smooth now for forever. I don't know. I don't know how I've been in business, but that's right. Uh, smoothmyballs.com. Um, check them out. They got a bunch of uh, men's uh, accessories, razors, uh, grooming supplies, if you will. Um, check them out at www.smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. Get you 20% off their uh, razors and accessories. Check them out and uh, <clears throat> you know, go ahead and order something. Uh, good company. I've been using the razor now for about a month or so. Um, they sent me a... Uh, feed my pubes uh it's basically a vacuum so if you get any hair in the sink or whatever it uh you know vacuums it up you dump in the trash and that way you don't have the hair go going down the uh, drain and clogging your shit up and so on and so forth and uh just you know i know it is kind of a a funny name smooth my balls but uh, i'm here to tell you it's not just for that you can use it on your arms your chest your back your butt your whatever you want to use it on so um, don't let the name fool you. It's not just for your balls. At any rate, so on with the show. Uh, sorry I missed y'all yesterday. Had some things going on. Uh, as you can see, or I guess as you can hear, uh, I am flying solo. Uh, i give you a quick update on that situation. Um, pretty much like I told you last week, um, Chris is pretty much going to be on a hiatus. He's going to um, kind of be here and there. Every now and again, he's still active on the uh, on our Facebook page and on the um, Twitter and whatnot. And he and he sends me a bunch of stuff. You know, we talk. You know, we still talk. It's not like we're not friends anymore. He just he's just burnt out on the podcast. And I, I think really the biggest problem is is um, he when when he's doing this podcast. It, sometimes you know, especially I mean, granted, when we first started, he was very quiet and barely talked or whatever. Um, but as we got into more shows and, you know, between the two of us, when, when we were both doing them, we did, I don't know, 38, whatever, um, episodes together. Um, as time went by, obviously he got a lot more vocal and passionate, but for the last, um, I don't know, month or so, he felt like he was talking to nobody. I mean, granted, we're not getting a shit ton of downloads. We're getting, you know, anywhere from 40 to 70 downloads a show. Um, and he feels like he's just talking to dead air. Um, you know, we, we ask you guys for feedback. 
uh, comments, suggestions, uh, whether it's suggestions for good, you know, for us to shut the hell up or suggestions for us to, you know, whatever, whatever you want to suggest, guys, go to our Facebook page, um, you know, facebook.com backslash don't tread on America. Um, we have a Twitter, um, you know, twitter.com backslash dtom underscore 1775 and also Instagram and, uh, just search don't tread on America. Um, I put the links for all of those after every show it's on no matter what, what you're listening to us on, whether it's Google or, uh, Apple or Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, whatever it is at the bottom of the show description, I have a link to, to the, our sponsors and a link to our social media profile. So, you know, there's any time you guys want to get on there and say something good or bad. I really don't care. Um, say it let's you know let's we what he's what he's striving for and what his issue is is lack of uh interaction with you guys and uh, and that's fine i mean that's that's he just wants he just wants to know that whatever he, whatever he's saying whatever we're saying isn't falling on deaf ears um he gets very passionate about uh, whatever we're talking about whether it's you know anything covid uh the shit going on in afghanistan you know president dipshit mcgee uh he does a lot of research and then he gets fired up about it and then when he's talking about it, he's fired up and then we're asking for comments and you know whatever and and it's you know we're just sitting here <laughs> trying to get some some kind of interaction and and then this is what we hear. It's like, and uh, you know, he just uh, <laughs> just wants some interaction. So, anyway, uh, he is basically what he's going to his role is going to be from from here on out is uh, whatever news you watch. If you watch uh, Fox or uh, CNN or MSNBC, you notice I'll have you know. Bob Johnson, CNN contributor, blah, 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 you know. So he's going to be a DTOM contributor. So, and by that, I mean, <clears throat> occasionally he'll be on the show. Um, he sends me information. He sends me different videos and um, tweets and whatnot because I still can't get on Twitter. So, you know. But at any rate, uh, moving forward with the show, what I plan on doing personally, I'm really going to try and commit to doing this. And uh, I'm not going to do hour and a half, two hour, three hour shows. I'm going to do, I'm going to try and do three shows a week. And those shows will be roughly 45 minutes long. That's, that's my intent. Um, and, and hopefully I'll be able to stick to that. And, and reason I think I will be able to, or I want to believe that I will be able to is um, because it, all the equipment's at my house I don't have to worry about waiting on him to, you know, come over or us to get a Skype connection or the internet to be working. And I can just basically plug in, turn on, and sit here and bullshit for 45 minutes or so. And literally do a few edits if, if need be and um, have it up. <laughs> I can literally finish a show and have it posted on uh, the different platforms within 10 minutes. 
So it's really not that cumbersome. So anyway, that's my goal. Um, so with that being said, I really wish and hope that you guys will become more um, interactive with the show with suggestions. Um, but what what I really I would like to do before we before I get into the show is um, please whatever whatever um, platform you're listening to us on, if you could give us a a uh, a like and please share this with your friends. Um, <clears throat> give us a rating, a good, preferably a good, a good rating. Um, but what happens is, is the ratings are how other people see us. So like if someone listens to say like Glenn Beck or Bongino or, um, uh, you know, whoever those types of, uh, podcast, the, the, the higher we can get our ratings up, our, uh, ratings amongst you guys, the uh, it'll show up to suggestions for those people watching, or I'm sorry, listening to those other podcasts. It'll say, "Oh, if you like Limpack, you might like this. If you like Mongino, you might like Don't Trade on America." Type thing. So, if you guys could just help us out with that and uh, help us to grow this podcast, and uh, you know, we'll go from there. So, anyway, <clears throat> on the last show, I ended the show talking about uh, uh, China, right? And uh, what I believe is uh, what's coming next. And uh, I, I, I would frame that as the new or the next, uh, we'll just call it the new Cold War. Okay, so if you recall, uh, we talked about, or I talked about um, the uh, Cold War, the Cold, I don't know that it was the, uh, the original, the only, the one, but the Cold War that, people of my generation and generation before me when you say cold war you think russia and america and uh basically that started in uh, 47 1947 just after uh world war ii and um ended in 91 uh with the you know kind of a combination of different things so the Berlin, Berlin Wall came down, uh, Russia, USSR was dissolved, and now it's the People's Republic of Russia, or whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's going back towards more of the USSR situation, now, you know, with uh, Putin in there. But I don't want to say that they're not a threat to us, because I think they they are. Um back in the between you know 47 and 91 obviously when anyone talked about a cold war it was russia that's all it was we never talked about you know china or anyone else you might have had little you know ankle biters you know iran or uh, you know we we had a situation in the 50s with korea then in the late 60s and early 70s with uh vietnam um and then moved into the 80s and when we went into the Middle East, whether it was Libya or Iran or Iraq or Kuwait or Afghanistan, wherever it was at, for whatever fucking reason, we had to involve our, our ass in other people's conflicts. At any rate, um, now our, our, biggest, our biggest opposition is China. I mean, when you say the, the next Cold, Cold War, the new Cold War... It's China, and this isn't new as in it's it's coming or it's starting. It's been going on. And um, we, as a country, 
depend way too much on China to supply us with goods. You know, whatever those goods are. I mean, look at what happened with the beginning of the coronavirus. You know, say what you want about COVID and where it came from and how it started and whatever. I'm not, I don't want to get into that in this show. I want to talk about this. Um, but there was a situation where, you know, everyone was trying to get masks and, uh, the suppliers were 3M and, uh, can't think of the other one, but it was, uh, 3M and another mask supplier, um, American companies, but the goods are made in China. So there was a big pissing match like there always is. If you, God forbid, say anything bad about China, then they're going to hold up their goods. So they stopped the the wherever the warehouses are in China that were manufacturing these uh, masks for 3M held up the shipments so they we couldn't get them because, you know, we pissed them off, you know. And, and we shouldn't have to do that. I mean, I understand the reasoning is, you know, these companies in America are greedy, essentially. And it's like, okay, well, do I want to pay a, uh, an American worker, um, you know, whatever, minimum wage, 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever, an hour to do, to make these products? Or do I, <laughs> do I, do I want to pay China, you know, a, a, a nickel an hour to do these products? Because the funny thing about it is they sit there and say, Oh, well, we, you know, whoever we is, whatever company, you know, place company here, whether it's Nike, Adidas, Apple, Google, um, Samsung, you know, whoever it is, whoever makes whatever, I don't give a shit what it is. If it's made in China, the argument is they do it there because the wages are cheaper, therefore they keep the cost down. Well, that's bullshit. They they still going to charge you a shit ton of money. You go buy a pair of Nikes, for example, let's say average pair of Nikes run, run you probably, what, 100, 150 bucks. You know, they might only cost between materials, labor, and shipping. I guarantee you they probably, in the grand scheme of things, probably don't cost but 10 bucks to make, you know. And, uh, and they're selling them for you 150. So if those same shoes were made in America... And let's say they now cost $20 to make because you might have to pay the worker who's you know making the shoes a little bit more, but you're also not having to ship it from China. You know, you might be shipping it from Montana, whatever. I don't know. So your, your shipping costs will come down, but your labor costs will go up. True. But so let's say it costs 20 bucks to make that shoe. God forbid Instead of them making a hundred and forty dollar profit, now they only made a hundred and thirty dollar profit, and so we're gonna have to raise the prices. So it has nothing to do with keeping the cost down. It's about keeping the profits up. That's that's all it is. It has nothing to do with with the cost. It's profit, and the fact that they really don't give a shit about you or American workers. They care about their bottom line their profit and keeping their uh, stakeholders and shareholders and whatever happy. That's all it has to do with. Um, but what we need to do as a country is get away from that. And <clears throat> proof in point, go to a car lot, any car lot. Go to a Ford dealership, a Chevy, you know, whatever. They're empty. They're half, you know, 
the only dealerships that have any kind of uh, a volume of cars on their lot are big car dealers. So what I mean by that, so in the area where we live, you go, there's, you know, you have different Chevy, Ford, Dodge, whatever uh, dealers. And some of your smaller dealers, I drove by a, a dealership with my wife a couple, like a month or so ago. And uh, the lot was empty it, to the point where I remember driving by that, that lot maybe a year or so ago. And it was full, plus they had that next extra land because they had so many trucks. It was a Ford dealership. We drove by there, and I would say there was maybe 20, 30 vehicles on the lot. And I would say that the majority of those vehicles were used. You know, that's why they're giving people a shit ton of money for their used vehicles because they can't get new cars over here. Why? Well, because the chips are made. Now, the chips are made in Taiwan, but the problem is, is China's blocking the shipment of those chips to us. Now, God forbid China invades Taiwan. Now, you're saying, well, Taiwan, how are they blocking the shipments? Well, because fucking Taiwan, you know, south of um, China, you got the China Sea right there. China does whatever in the hell they want, and no one holds them accountable. And we just take it. But the reason these cars, the only reason you see um, some of the bigger dealerships, wherever you may live... Um, like in this, this part of Florida where we're at, you know, like your big Ford dealership in this area is Brandon Ford. Well, I granted, I haven't been over that way in a while, but I would be willing to bet they have a pretty good, I'm not saying there are lots jam packed full of new cars, but I guarantee you they have more new cars there than the Ford dealership in Plant City. The, there's a big uh, Chevy dealership in Plant City. Um, they have a lot of cars there, but I guarantee you the, the Chevy dealership in Winter Haven, I drove by there a couple weeks back. They didn't have shit on their lot. Not that it was a big dealership to begin with, but that's just how much less they have. So, as this Cold War with China progresses, and we've been dependent upon them and uh, you know their people to make us our goods, whatever those goods are, computers down to you know plastic spatulas, you know, um, they, um, you know, they basically have you by the balls and it's, it's not a good thing to do. And the bad thing is, is now, right now you have this crap going on with, um, Afghanistan. And to me, it just, we're just oozing weakness as a country and Biden for, for, all the shit we've talked about him since he's been president and even beforehand, he, I mean, I don't know if you, it's, you know, today's Thursday. Uh, evidently, there was a suicide, two suicide bombs in, um, I guess, in downtown Kabul, Kabul uh, you know, close to around the airport where they're trying to get these people out of uh, Afghanistan. So two, two separate... Um, suicide bombers looks like 12 service members killed amongst other people I mean there's 12 service members plus you know civilians whether they be you know Americans trying to get out of out of there or Afghanis or whatever the case may be uh, they haven't actually put up a whole um, total of how many people were killed just so far just showing the 12 um, service members but um 
that happened at our time. I think I think they said it was around nine thirty, nine forty-five our time this morning. Well, hell, it's going on as I'm recording this. It's going on three thirty now. So you're talking what was that? Uh, six hours ago, and they've yet to hear from the president. I think I just had a briefing from the Pentagon a few minutes ago. But point being is, where's the president? Where's the vice president? Where where are our quote-unquote leaders at? Um, we don't have any. We do not have any leaders. We have puppets in this regime. What pisses me off is this Afghanistan thing is kind of like a test. And if you don't think that China and Russia are watching, you're, you're, you're a fool. And basically what's going to happen is they're going to they're gonna give you a big what you going to do about it when they go and just take Taiwan. And then that's where it starts. So if, if you people recall back um, when Obama was uh, president and uh, Russia annexed uh, Crimea, it was the same situation. It was like, what are you going to do about it? And we didn't do shit. We just let it happen. Now, granted, I would also say, what is Crimea to us? Um, I, I am a proponent of we really shouldn't get involved in uh, other people's conflicts. Um, Taiwan, on the other hand, because... We depend on so many other countries to cheaply make goods for us. That'll that'll put us in a bind because we've been dealing with this this Taiwan uh, with the chips and stuff for the cars. I remember hearing about this last year that you know be ready. You know, uh, new cars are going to be hard to come by, especially because these chips run the cars. I mean, as cars have become more advanced and more computerized, whether they're it, and it has nothing to do with being electric cars or gas power cars. It's just any car pretty much made in the last, you know, 30 plus years have computers in them. You know, it's not like the cars back in the day where you had a, you know, it was a basic engine with a um, carburetor and whatever, you know, as, as they made them more fuel efficient, they were computerized. And as time went by, the computers got more sophisticated and so on and so forth. But, you know, in the past year, God forbid, Ford or Chevy or uh, Dodge or whoever start doing that shit in America, you know. It's not like cars are cheap anyway, so what, you got to pay a few, an extra thousand bucks or two because of that computer, because that computer was built in America. The stuff being built in China and uh, Taiwan or Japan or wherever it's built over there, Hong Kong, isn't better. It isn't any better than being made in America. It's just cheaper because they don't pay their people over their shit. And that's and like I said before, it's it's all about profits. It has nothing to do with with keeping costs down. It's all about keeping the company, whoever the company is, keeping their profits up. And uh until we get out of that situation, it, it's it is what it is. But as the you know Cold War, you um, you wonder. So back back in the uh, '40s, so at, just after World War II, um, so World War II ended in like '45, uh, 
47, the Cold War started. So people are like, well, if Russia was our enemy, why did why were they our ally in in World War II? Well, it's an old adage, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So even though prior to World War World now easy for me to say World War Two, the um, you know Russia was going through its own uh, Bolshe- I think it was called the Bolshevik Revolution. So you had um, the the uh, Czar of Russia. So back back then you had king and a queen, but they were the Czar and whatever the the queen was called. I don't know. Uh, they were overrun by uh, socialist uh, government, and they followed the the writings of Karl Marx. Um, and we didn't necessarily agree with that as as America, but it was kind of like, eh, it's not our problem. We had other fish to fry. Um, and then as um, Hitler came into power again in, in Germany, he threatened everyone. It's not like he was just picking on Jews or whatever. He he went he went um, east into Russia, you know, Poland and into into Russia. So. Um, like I said, it was basically a situation where we teamed up with Russia because, you know, you had Europe was under siege and, um, you know, Russia was going to help us out. But then after um, after World War II ended, it was a situation where we still didn't agree with what Russia had done or, you know, the leaders of Russia had done. So we... Uh, you know, we we didn't go to war with them, obviously, but we went into a cold war with them, where it was always like, who's gonna blink first? You know, fortunately, no one ever did blink, but there was a series of events over that, um, you know, forty, what was it, forty four, forty three, whatever year period, that um, it was kind of like, you know like a peacock fluffing its uh, feathers or, you know, one side would do this and the other side had to do that just to, you know, whoever had the, uh, you know, basically the biggest dick on the block. So you had um, uh, the the Berlin airlift, uh, airlift. So back, back, back then, what we did in America, we uh, basically kidnapped a bunch of uh, German uh, scientists. And, you know, there's really no reason why, (laughs) other than sure will, that we should have won World War II. Um, Realistically, um, German was far superior than we were when it came to uh, military uh, advancements, I guess you could say. You know, they had rockets, they had missiles they had uh, rocket propelled planes you know um but what beat them was uh, was um, the american will to win and of course you know deep frying a few uh japanese people didn't didn't hurt but not to make fun of that situation but you know it is what it is um <clears throat> so um Operation Paperclip is what that was called. We took a bunch of their uh, scientists, brought them over here, basically gave them immunity for them to help us out. 
Well, at the time, it was like, oh, wow. Of course, no one really knew about it. No, It wasn't mainstream media, but it was in the underworld of other countries. It was kind of a fucked up situation, but Russia did it too. And basically, they did it so they could compete with us because, God forbid, you can't just have America have all the technology. So they, you know, they did the same thing. Um, just so over time, you know, uh, what was it, 1962, you had the Cuban Missile Crisis. So Kennedy was in office at the time, and uh, to you know, not to, not to go into a, a whole detail. If if you guys don't know what these things are, you can look them up. But basically what happened was Russia parked some submarines off the coast of Florida uh, with nuclear, um, you know, whether they were or they weren't, I don't know, but nuclear submarines with missiles uh, with the with the threat of going to war. I mean, obviously it never happened. Um, and who's to say they were nuclear or not? We don't know. Uh, fortunately, we never found out. Um you know, <laughs> but it, once again, it was a it was a case of what are you going to do? You know, let's if we do this, are they going to blink? Uh, you had the Vietnam War, where uh, the Chinese basically no one no one really talks about this because we always talk about Russia during the Cold War, but China was involved in Vietnam and you know in helping the the North Vietnamese army by uh, giving them uh, arms and uh, tactical uh, advantages and stuff like that. Um, and I'm sure I'd be willing to bet we probably fought some Chinese soldiers at the time. Of course, I don't think it was ever made public knowledge, but I'm sure they were involved more than just supplying arms and and ammunition, and it was the same thing in Korea, in the Korean War. So, you know, as you fast forward through time, you had uh, the the space race, I guess you could say, is you know, was first country into space. Who who was it going to be? So you had Sputnik, uh, you know, was the first uh, craft to, you know, orbit the Earth. And then, um, and then you get into first man on the moon allegedly now i have my theory on on that chris looks at me like i'm crazy and um you know everyone's entitled to their own opinion um was did we actually land on the moon my my theory is this i i don't believe that we did and the reason i say that is because that was what 1969 where we landed on the moon and um I don't know if it's a situation of, okay, well, we've been there, done that, you know, but the idea behind landing on the moon was obviously, number one, to show our superiority over over other countries, whether it be Russia, China, whoever, that look look what we can do. What are you going to do about it? Look what we did. We landed on the fucking moon. What are you going to do about it? You know, or we tried and tried and tried again, and astronauts died us trying to get to the moon. And then all of a sudden we were able to do it. Um, so let's just say for shits and giggles that we actually did land on the moon. Okay. Why? Why was it so important for us to land on the moon? 
because the idea behind it was, oh, we're going to land on the moon and we're going to build a, uh, you know, a moon base and that's going to project us onto the next level of, of space travel. Never happened. Never did it. And you're talking damn 50 some odd years ago. Like if you recall, I mean, I, I obviously I wasn't alive back then, but I remember watching say like reruns of, uh, Star Trek, and then, like, you know, uh, Star Wars started, and then, like, in the 80s and shit like that, you watch, you know, different movies and whatnot, and it was all about going to Mars and going here and going there, and it was, that was all based off of getting to the moon, number one, and then building said um, moon base, you know, space base, whatever, on the moon to project us to the next level of of, uh, space, whatever. I personally believe we faked it to scare other countries into showing our dominance, our space dominance. You see what I'm saying? So it's like if you can make believe, if you can make other countries believe that you did this, because it's not like they weren't trying also. They were trying and failing. We were trying and failing. So they understood how hard it was to try to accomplish that feat. So if we can make them believe that we did, well, that shows that much more superiority. That's just my theory. Take it for what it's worth. Obviously, I can't prove that we didn't go to the moon. And for that same matter, they can't prove that they did other than showing me the videos and showing me the, the, uh, the, the propaganda, so to speak, you know, I always joke around when, when people say, well, <laughs> what do they do? Make it in the studio? I say, okay, well, I always ask the question, who was the first person on the moon? And people are like, oh, that was uh, Neil Armstrong. I'm like, what about the cameraman? Oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Okay. You know, <laughs> so, but anyway, take that for what it is worth. Uh, if you guys want to dispute me on that and you have your own theories, guess what? Go to Facebook, leave a message, uh, leave your thoughts, and uh, we can have a discussion. How's that sound? I'm I'm I, I'm obviously arguing with myself, so I can't uh, can't argue with anybody else. You you guys tell me what you think. How's that sound? <laughs> so, but moving on into uh, more Cold War talk in China. Um, I don't know what you guys know about this or don't know about this, but I was doing research on this. So there's, if, if you recall different Chinese movies and it whatnot, there was this great, uh, shit, I don't want to say professor, but Chinese teaching, uh, you, you've heard the phrase, oh, Confucius say, you know, whatever. So he was, Confucius was, uh, some sort of, um, Shit, I can't think of the word I'm trying to find. But, you know, everyone knows the term I'm talking about. Anyway, so they have these things in America called Confucius Institutes. So you might be wondering what the hell is that. So it started in 04. And uh, basically, it's these institutes around America, around America, in our colleges around America, that teach Chinese culture, Chinese languages, um, it's, it's interesting because the, uh, 
Let me see if I can find it real quick. The different schools that had it, there was, uh, I want to say there was up, upwards of 100 different um, colleges. So in 04, the Chinese Ministry of Education uh, oversaw the um, Confucius Institutes. In the wake of widespread criticism, the Chinese government recognized the Confucius Institute under new organization, Chinese International Education Foundation. Um, so as of, as of uh, August 13, 2021, there was 38 Confucius institutions in the United States. Uh, I, I can leave this link on our uh, Facebook page if you care to look. But I, I want to say prior to that, um, they've slowly closed them down across the country. But there was upwards of 100, if I, if I recall correctly. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I just don't understand. Like it's one thing to learn another country's culture, or even learn Chinese, or you know whatever. I, I think it's it's wise to uh, understand your adversaries, obviously. But this these Confucius Institutes wasn't about learning your adversaries. It was about learning the Chinese way, so to speak. And, you know, what happened to learning the American way? I mean, we don't want kids to learn about our history and where we came from, whether it be good or bad. I'm not saying that everything America has done since day one has been great. Obviously, we've had our, our fails, too, as, as a, a growing country, as a new country. We, we've done a lot of things that are considered to be shady you know whether it's uh you know uh, the things we did to native americans the things we did to slaves the things we did to you know whatever women people we thought were witches people you know <laughs> whatever the case was i mean we are obviously not a perfect country and no man is perfect but we l have to learn from our mistakes um but in the meantime, we're gonna we're gonna tout uh, Chinese culture and Chinese this and Chinese that when they do shit far worse than we've ever done, and they currently do things that we've far worse than we've ever done. So say what you want about what you know our founding fathers did two hundred and fifty years ago to uh, slaves or to Indians or to whomever. Look at what Chinese China's doing to the to the Uyghurs. Uh, look what fucking um, the Taliban's doing to women, or ISIS is doing to women. I mean, once once the dust starts to settle in this whole Afghanistan thing, do you think these people, these Afghani's that helped American soldiers or American military translators or the ones that learned how to? fly the uh, helicopters or, or work the uh, equipment. Once those guys, once those folks teach the Taliban how to do these things, they're dead. They are dead. Uh, let's not sugarcoat it. They're not going to put them in jail. They're not going to do it. They're going to kill them. And proof is posited by what happened today by them doing the suicide bombing. And and here we're going on almost seven hours now since the, since the suicide bomb. And where's Biden? Where is he at? Um, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, 
we we've said this and we've we've noted on other shows uh and we did a show back in um i think it was uh may uh april may somewhere around there where we um we uh predicted that, <laughs> that biden would be gone by uh uh, I think it was July. So obviously we're wrong because you know it's the end of August and we're we're coming into uh, September. Um, but the way the media, and I'm not even talking about Fox or Newsmax, or I'm talking about his the state-run media, MSNBC, CNN, uh, whoever I don't know, fuck them all. They they are turning on him. His own news media is turning on him. How much longer do you honestly believe this man's going to be president? Whether he, I don't see him resigning per se, I don't see him like, oh, you know, my fellow Americans, I'm fucking crazy and I got to get out of here. Uh, I think they're going to either 25th Amendment him or something else is going to happen. I'm not saying he's going to die or you know anything along those lines. Whether he they fake a fake a medical issue or I mean has a real medical issue, I guess that remains to be seen, but. You know, mark my words, here it is, August um, 26th, 2021. I'm going to go on record by saying, I say before Thanksgiving, we have a new president. Now, that's not to say that she's any better, because where in the fuck is she at? I thought it was ironic that after the uh, situation that happened and where this uh, Afghanistan stuff was starting, and they showed the helicopter, you know, lifts coming out of... Uh, taking the people off the top of the building and whatnot, trying to evacuate the embassy. And I called the last show um, Biden Saigon because it is, it is eerily reminiscent of the fall of Saigon when they were airlifting the, you know, chopper and the people out of uh, Hanoi. It was very similar to that. Uh, and the very, like a few days later, she's in Vietnam. I thought that was, the irony there was was something special, but... Nonetheless, she's doing an Asian tour. Okay. Talking about Christmas and whatnot. In the meantime, we have soldiers losing their lives in Afghanistan, where we probably should have never been, number one. But, I don't know. It's, we got the blind leading the blind, and we have a president that doesn't want to face the nation and talk about things. So... I mean, I'm, I've, like I said, I've got Fox on right now, and they're talking about soon Biden to speak. Okay, well, that's great now that it's been almost seven hours. I get it. You know, there was a bombing, suicide bombing. you got to kind of get the, the, the idea, the gist of what happened and so on and so forth, but it should not take you this long. And where's the reaction? What are we going to do about it? What is America going to do about it? I guess that remains to be seen. So... Like I said, I'm going to keep these shows around 45 minutes and uh, try and keep them as, uh, as informative as I can. And uh, I will try and work on some, some more parodies and some levity and try and have some jokes going on. And uh, once I get back in the flow, now I'm feeling better. Uh, I, like I said, try and do three shows. So today's Thursday. I'm going to get back into the groove and be back Sunday. Uh, so just... Uh, Follow, like, subscribe, share with your friends. 
Go to uh, Facebook, Don't Tread on America. Um, on Instagram, same thing, Don't Tread on America. And on Twitter at DTOM underscore 1775. And don't forget about our sponsor, SmoothMyBalls.com backslash DTOM, D-T-O-M. And uh, I'll see you guys back here on Sunday. And on that note, I have to say... Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Woo! All right, guys. I'll see y'all later. Have a great day, and we'll see you on Sunday. <laughs>